You are listening to a message that was given at Living Word Chapel, Oracle, Arizona. It is our hope and prayer that God will use this message to speak to you and enrich your life. For more information, visit lwcoracle.org. How many of you have a problem fitting in with the natural flow of how the world talks, acts, and thinks? That's because you're different. And today we're going to learn that being different is not a bad thing. In fact, it's a God thing. God has created you and God works through you to to be different than everyone around you. Uh, Those that don't know him, those whom the things of God are foreign to. You know, Jesus told his disciples, you are the salt of the earth. Salt being the very premise of adding flavor and preserving the decay, as well as making people thirsty for God. He also said, you are the light of the world. You, are, you illuminate the goodness of God. And, and where you are, there's a difference that's made. So being different is not a bad thing. It's a God thing. And so we're going to look at Joshua today, and we're going to read in chapter 5 how, how God physically calls you to be different, and it also spiritually calls you to be different. And it points back to Abraham. And Abraham was the father of faith. He was called by God out of a polytheistic culture. That means a, a culture that worshipped many gods. And he was called out to worship the one true God. And God gave him a promise that he would be a blessing to the whole world In Genesis chapter 22, verse 18, God said to Abraham, Through your descendants, all the nations of the earth will be blessed, all because you have obeyed me. Now, the obedience that Abraham Abraham had was that he trusted God in the things that mattered. God had called him to to sacrifice his one and only son, Isaac, uh, from his wife, Sarah. And he, he, he was asked to sacrifice the 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 one that was most precious to him. And, and, and Abraham followed, and, and he trusted God, and he brought Isaac to the altar. And right when he was about to sacrifice him, God said, because you've trusted me, I will provide the sacrifice. It speaks to us about God providing the sacrifice of Jesus, the perfect Lamb of God, so that we could all be restored from our failures and our sins and all the things that are bound to destroy us. But then... Abraham entered into this covenant relationship with God. And this this covenant, which means a binding agreement between two parties, was made with God himself. And God will always fulfill his promises. He'll always fulfill his agreement. And in Genesis chapter 17, verse 9 and 10, it says, As for you, he's talking to Abraham, you must keep my covenant, you and your descendants after you, for the generations to come. This is my covenant with you. And your descendants after you. The covenant you are to keep. Every male among you shall be circumcised. You see, this would make them different from the rest of the people of the earth. Physically different because circumcision makes you physically different. But more importantly, spiritually different. You see, this difference would be a God thing. God wanted to work in the heart through a physical act, but the whole intent is to change the heart and to lead us to be 
more like Christ, more like God, to, to make a difference in our world. And you can't make a difference in your world if you are acting the same as the world around you that don't know God, those that are walking independently of God. The only way that we are difference makers is if we're different in the way that we think, in the way that we act, and in the way that we live. And so I've got three realities that, that I think will help us from Joshua chapter 5, verses 1 through 12. And the first reality is people aren't always going to be comfortable around you. You have to get used to it. You're different. And sometimes may, uh, people may be uncomfortable. Sometimes they will be intimidated. Sometimes they will be fearful. And let me explain something to you. This is not you, and it's not me. It's God being with us. It's God working through us. In chapter 5, verse 1, it says, When all the Amorite kings west of the Jordan and all the Canaanite kings who lived along the Mediterranean coast heard how the Lord had dried up the Jordan River so the people of Israel could cross, they lost heart and were paralyzed with fear because of them. Notice, they were, fear, uh, they were fearful and paralyzed because not of the Israelites, but because of what God had done for them. He dried up the Jordan. He allowed for them to cross miraculously. And, and when, we, when we walk with God, he makes a difference in our lives through his power, through his, through his miracles. And God wants to do a miracle in your life. He wants to, to show you that he's real. He wants for you to know that when you walk with him, he's a difference maker. And in that, he makes you different. We go on to verse 2. It says, At that time the Lord told Joshua, Make flint knives and circumcise this second generation of Israelites. So Joshua made flint knives and circumcised the entire male population of Israel at Gibeath, Haraloth. Circumcision would be a difference maker. But it was going to point to something bigger and something greater. You see, God is more interested in what's inside than what happens outside. Circumcision was an outer work, but God wanted to do an inner work in the heart because God is always looking at the heart of the matter. He wants to do a heart change in people's lives. And so we come to the second reality, which is you have to be willing to be different. You see, until your heart is changed, you aren't willing to follow the purposes of God until something really happens where, where God begins to work inside of your life, inside of your heart. You will begin to grasp and grab a hold of everything he has for you. Here's what Jesus told his followers on the Sermon of the Mount. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad because great is your reward in heaven for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Jesus is saying, happy are, are, are those who get persecuted for his namesake. Those who are different. Those who live different, think different, talk differently. And, and he says, he'll point you back to, to the people of old, the prophets of old, who lived a different life and made a difference in their world. See, that's what circumcision represented. It was an act of obedience to God to be separate from all the people. Verse 4 of chapter 5 of Joshua says, Joshua had to circumcise them because all the men who were old enough to fight in battle when they left Egypt had died in the wilderness. Those who left Egypt 
had all been circumcised, but no, none of those born after the Exodus during the years in the wilderness had been circumcised. You see, the parents were cut off from the purposes of God because of their lack of faith. The wilderness was not a good time for the Israelites. It was a time of complaining and disobedience, a time where they were not separated from the world, but they got separated from God, and that's never a good thing. It's never a good thing for us to separate from God and be uh, brought into unity with the world. We're called to be separated from the world and come into unity with the purposes of God. He goes on in verse 6. The Israelites had traveled in the wilderness for 40 years until all the men who were old enough to fight in battle when they left Egypt had died. For they had disobeyed the Lord, and the Lord vowed he would not let them enter the land he had sworn to give us, a land flowing with milk and honey. Notice how, how Joshua emphasizes that they were disobedient. He said, but only he and Caleb were going to be able to enter into the promised land as he led the children of those who were disobedient, who died in the wilderness. He led them into this new place. You see, these people had seen the miracles in Egypt, and, and yet they chose to complain. They, they, they crossed over the Red Sea, and they saw the hand of God. And so in verse 7, it says, So Joshua circumcised their sons, those who had grown up to take their father's places, for they had not been circumcised on the way to the promised land. After all the males had been circumcised, they rested in the camp until they were healed. And we find here that, that circumcision has a pain that goes with it. And it's no different than when we walk in the purposes of God. Sometimes when we're different than everyone around us, there's pain that comes with it because people don't accept it. People are not always excited about it, but God is. God cares about everything that we do for his glory. And though we may be indifferent to the world, we are in alignment with what God has for us. He wants to lead you and guide you and direct you with his peace, with his joy, with his love, with the patience that only he can produce. And, and some of us lack that, that patience. We lack the self-control that only comes through the power of the Holy Spirit. And it makes us different than everyone around us, but it makes us acceptable to God. It makes us walk in his, in his purposes and his promises. Ezekiel the prophet put it like this, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you. I will remove from you your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. Every one of us needs a heart change. You will not walk in the difference of God until your heart is changed and aligns itself with what he has for you and your life. So God has great things for us. He's got great things for you. Reality number three, God has called you to be different. There's a calling of God. The Apostle John put it like this, you're in the world, but you're not of the world. And the main reason is because God is different. His character, his ways, his actions, they're different from the world's ways. And we belong to God and we reflect his character. We imitate the ways of Jesus. And Jesus put it like this. The world would love you as one of its own if you belonged to it. But you are no longer part of the world. 
I chose you to come out of the world so it hates you. And, and because Jesus has chosen us to come out of the world, we're different than the world. We, we live different. We act different. We think different. And that's okay. We're in this covenant relationship with God. And just like Abraham came out of Ur of the Chaldeans, and it was a polytheistic culture where they worshiped many gods, he came into this relationship with the Almighty God. He came into a covenant relationship with God. This followed onto Moses, and, and Moses was, was called out by God, and he got the, the Ten Commandments. And it started with, Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your might. And all of this points us to the reality that God has called us to be different. The world calls us to a life of shame, and God calls us to a life of restoration. Joshua chapter 5 verse 9 says, Then the Lord said to Joshua, Today I have rolled away the shame of your slavery in Egypt. So that place has been called Gilgal to this day. Circumcision was a symbol of rolling away their shame. It started a new way of life. In verse 10, it says, While the Israelites were camped at Gilgal on the plains of Jericho, they celebrated Passover on the evening of the 14th day of the first month. The very next day, they began to eat unleavened bread and roasted grain harvested from the land. No manna appeared on that day. They first ate from the crops of the land, and it was never seen again. So from that time on, the Israelites ate from the crops of Canaan. They finally realized the promise of God. And God is calling you to realize his promises for your life. And it's okay for you to be different. In fact, God wants you to be different. It's a God thing. He's got a plan for you, and, and it's different than what the world has planned around you. It's good because it's from God, and it, and it starts with you saying yes to Jesus. Jesus was different. He came to this earth, and he was different than everyone else. He is a different kind of Savior. He doesn't save you for what you've done. He saves you because of what he's able to accomplish in your life. He's able to produce in you what you can never do on your own. And I'd love for you to receive Jesus Christ as your Savior, for you to, to begin to live out the purposes of life, for you to live a, a different kind of life with love and joy and peace in your life. So I'm going to lead you in a prayer, and it's just a simple prayer. It says, thank you for, for loving me, God. Today I'm saying yes to Jesus, and I admit that I am a sinner in need of your forgiveness. I believe that Jesus died for all of my sins. And I believe that he rose from the dead on the third day. And so today I choose to follow him from this day forward. And I confess him as my Lord. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. And if you prayed that prayer, God has such a great plan for your life. And that plan comes with you being different. That plan involves you walking out the purposes of God. And it may go against the grain of this world, but it doesn't go against the grain of God. In fact, he will guide you and direct you through his word and make you the person that you can never be without him. And God loves you. He loves you so very much. So it's okay to be different. 
It's okay for you to, to, to live life to the fullness and the abundance that God has for you. So at Living Word Chapel, we want to be a church that helps you and strengthens you and, and comes alongside. So we pray you have a great day and a great week. Amen. This has been a message from Living Word Chapel. We hope that you've been blessed by it. Make sure you check out lwcoracle.org for more information.